0: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Bernthwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world—that
1: ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The heresies of Radolf Bernthwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.
2: Let's hang out. Let's talk about what lessons found. Let's hang out and let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigitta and I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week
3: this week in the lesdom
2: this week in the lesdom is somewhere that we can touch base every episode about things that are going on in the podcast in our lives or in the greater les universe and to start out with we want to remind you that we you may have heard are making a podcast musical it's gonna be amazing surprise surprise and today is the day that our crowdfunding campaign
3: has launched And we really, really, really need your help to get this funded. All of your support will help us pay for the cast, which is incredible. Pay for the production team, which is Lee and I. (laughs) Um, Pay for real studio musicians. We're going to have some string instruments, some horns. I have a queer female drummer that's working with us. I am so excited about those studio musicians and I would really love to be able to pay them what they deserve. So the majority of the money that from this crowdfunding campaign is going right directly back into the pockets of other queer people that we're paying to help work with us on this project
2: our queer cast our yes. queer production our queer musicians our queer everyone helping with everything else that has to happen like graphics and everything yes our um, writers unsurprisingly they're all queer people so mm. it's a great project we're super excited about it
3: and you can find that campaign online at bit.ly slash the flame musical launching later today
2: Um, So check it out. We super appreciate all the support and all of the help to make this happen. We are so excited about this project. We also have some more
3: events. We have Zoom karaoke coming up on October 3rd from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come hang out with us. Come sing. Come jam. Maybe even some of the cast from our musical. At least we and I will. I mean,
2: you just mean (laughs) you and I? Because we will definitely be there. We will definitely be there. (laughs) Uh, We also are going to be having our next trivia night. It will be on October 22nd. You do not want to miss this. Oh, no. It is Orphan Black Trivia coming at you. Fast. So start getting those rewatches in if you haven't already. It's gonna be from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern and cannot wait. We cannot wait.
3: I will say also pretty much three minutes after we put it up, we already sold like five tickets. So we know you love Orphan Black, and we're really excited. This week in the Les in the Greater Les universe, the human rights campaign just started their queer to stay campaign, which I think is incredible. Um, it's an initiative to preserve LGBTQ plus businesses, including a lot of bars that we know and love. Um, it's just trying to help all of these brick and mortar places, which are so important to us that have been hit pretty hard by COVID, but it feels good to know that the Human Rights Campaign and Showtime, I'm like, reminder, it sounds like this is a sponsorship, (laughs) but I swear to God, I really just think it's awesome. They're going to save our bars. So I'm excited. But
2: if they want to sponsor us, like that's cool. Yes. Um, Showtime, email us. uh, (laughs) We'll we'll talk. Also in the greater Liz universe, you know, I love this because I love every opportunity to talk about TikTok at all times. Um, So let's talk about... I love that you wrote Pirate TikTok because that's amazing. It's Um, so good. Bisexual Pirate TikTok. It's a niche, wonderful thing. And look, there are... There are cutlasses. There are really awesome outfits. There's uh like the the tricorn hats. There's some really smooth transitions that are happening. And I'm just saying you should all go check out my pirate TikTok. That's all. I'm also so impressed that people have these outfits at their homes, right? Like in quarantine. Insanely there are so many amazing. amazing. Where were you all hiding until
3: now? I don't know why I'm that surprised though, because of course like queer people just have like oh, yeah, let me just throw my cosplay on and be yeah. a sexy-ass pirate, and I'm into <laughs> it. It, like, stopped me in my tracks, the first one I saw. So They're if you're incredible. yeah, if you're bi and you're on TikTok, please become a pirate so I can live vicariously through you. <laughs> also, <laughs> in other news, Punky Johnson became the first out black lesbian to join the SNL cast, which is really awesome. That means there's two lesbians on SNL now, so thank God there was another previous cast member denitra vance who was the first black lesbian to join the snl cast but they weren't out so it's still it's exciting we're Milestones. making strides we're, we're here, here for strides. them there you go
2: that's what's happening this week back to you ellie and lee thanks ellie and lee and
3: welcome to our 51st installment of shoulda been gay oh,
2: oh, oh it was fun it was great, great. but And in this week's episode, Ellie, are you ready? Tits up.
3: Tits up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just love it so much. Also, like, what a gay way to start
2: the gayest way to start I debated a couple others and I was like this just it's the gayest yeah there's nothing more right than this uh that's (laughs) right we are gonna be talking about the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and we are extra thrilled to have a guest with us today we are joined by Cassie Thornton who is an actress and a new mom both of which are challenging careers not during a pandemic so uh I hope you're having a wonderful (laughs) quarantine time Cassie (laughs)
1: I'm having the best pandemic parenting moments you can believe.
3: <laughs>
2: tits up. I, uh, tits up. We
3: just gotta get through this all tits up.
2: That's, tits up is very valid for the early times of uh of, you know, parenting. Are your tits up?
1: Mine? <laughs> I mean <laughs> Well, I I pumped right before this,
3: so I feel like
1: I'm pretty light
2: and good
3: right
2: now. (laughs) But I don't know if my tits will ever be up again. (laughs) They do. They go back. I promise. Okay. Lee's been through it. It's honestly, we're, we're (laughs) our youngest now just turned one. And so we're kind of like hitting the point where uh, my wife had our second one. And so, you know, she'll probably start. Thinking of like slowly starting the weeding process at some point soon, and I'm like, we might both have free boobs. That's oh. like, <laughs> <laughs> for each a other. Time in our house. <laughs> free the boob. Free the boobs.
3: We should
1: make uh, that into a shirt, y'all.
3: Yes. Free the, free boobs.
1: the
2: boobs. I love I'll it. I'll add it to the list. <laughs> Cassie, you are also co-starring in a comedy feature film, Chasing Sunshine. It's up on Amazon now already.
1: It is. Uh they put it out Amazing. for the pandemic so that encouraging people to stay home and,
3: you know, watch a watch a little feature film. And can you tell us a little bit about Chasing Sunshine?
1: Yeah, it is a buddy comedy and it follows Darcy and Jack as they go through the valley. Are you guys in California? I is. Okay. So they go through like North Hollywood, like the valley, and they're on this like scavenger hunt. And so it's kind of fun. You know, I uh Darren and I first met about it. It was years ago, actually. And he's like, hey, I'm kind of writing this character a little bit based off of you. And I was like, okay, which, you know, we both worked in reality, unscripted TV in New York. So when we both moved to LA, we wanted to change our careers and get into like scripted stuff. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but real people be great. (laughs) So reality was like, (laughs) done. Um, But he wrote this and we got together and we started talking about how we could actually make this film a reality, you know, and it's not a big budget. It was, uh, I don't want to say cheap. So let's go with like... um, a low budget? That indie. sounds yeah, indie. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Um, there
2: you go.
1: so we raise money, we, we get you know, it.
2: We're also indie. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think it's the best though, right? Because like you get say and stuff, and it was our first one. And what I really loved about it is that, you know, um, not only a female was the lead, but a lesbian out female was the lead. And and Darren, you know, kind of struggled. He's like, hey, is this weird that as a white straight man, I'm writing for the voice of a lesbian? And I was like, a little bit, but hey, you're writing it, you know, and like you're doing it. And I'm grateful and appreciative that you have my back. So let's do this. And then
2: unless you do it badly, we won't complain.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we learned a lot. We had fun doing it. We shot this film in eight days. So every Day, the crew, which was mostly female and LGBTQ. So that was amazing. He, he's just like, he is that ally that everybody wants, you know, he's very supportive of that. But every day people were like, Oh my God, you guys are doing like a mini play every day. I don't honestly know how I memorized those lines because it was <laughs> so much. Uh, it's a good thing I did it before I had mom brain because <laughs> I'd be like, oh um, anyway, it's a buddy comedy and it, you know, it's, uh, it's nice. It's about finding yourself and finding love in that process and, you know, uh friendship and trevor pennock plays jack and he's great you know he was in o-town the band so he already came with a following and it was just nice to have uh i'm like two leads O town
3: yeah Yeah, check it out
1: trevor trevor Uh, but we did our screen like camera test and we just had such a cool energy and i told darren i was like this is the guy like i i want trevor and we just had a lot of fun together and both of our personalities really came out i mean let's be honest Darcy is a little cheesier than me. I'm pretty cheesy. I'm from Kansas, which Darren, that he writes about that in the movie. But Darcy's super cheesy. And I was like, you don't really think this of me, do you? And he's like, no, "Maybe that...
3: <laughs> To see yourself as a character, you're like, wait, this is yeah, who I right. am? I'm
1: like, <laughs> wait, what? Some of the stuff I said, you know, because I'm from Kansas and back in the day, I wouldn't say any cuss words, you know, I'd be like, dang it. And so yeah. my friends really made fun of me all, you know. Now I've I've matured, you guys. Good moms say bad words, <laughs> is what I hear. So
2: try. <laughs> anyway, good moms that. have reasons too, you know.
1: Yeah. So that's kind of that's best. kind of what it's about.
2: But it's cute and it's gay and it's on Amazon. That's that's the main thing, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, people can watch it. And I I think I don't know if you ladies can relate to this, but growing up, like I wish I would have had something like that to watch. You know, like where you don't feel like such a loner and like so weird and you know, and, and you miss out on such a big part of your life. Like, I don't have a lot of super, super close friends from like, before I came out, because it wasn't really authentic. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. <laughs> trying to, and then all of a sudden you come out and you're like, oh wait, this is who I am. and I can breathe. And then people who meet you when you're truly your most beautiful self, that's when you can like have those real relationships. So Darcy, you know, works with that
2: i love Very it good. cool and speaking of like short kind of stereotypically gay characters <laughs> in like things, good good segue good segue I've, i i latched onto that one hard <laughs> right it. so let's talk a little bit uh about mrs mazel because mrs mazel i think was your request right out of a, a list yeah well we Midge sent. is mitch
1: is my type so yeah <laughs>
2: How, we are going to have how a blast. Unbearably perfect. <laughs> um so let's what what we usually like to do just to start is because you know we do uh we do one of these every other week on the podcast. Sometimes we know people might not be able to keep up with all of the many movies and shows that are out there. So we like to start with a little synopsis. So usually the IMDb synopsis as our starting point. This one I will warn us ahead of time. It is bare bones. <laughs> but it's okay we will we will we'll flesh make it, it out. yeah yeah with our with our gay synopses so to start for anyone who's not familiar with the show the marvelous mrs Maisel, also on amazon the imdb synopsis is as follows a housewife in 1958 decides to become a stand-up comic that's period. it period that's it <laughs> that's i want synopsis. the job of who wrote
1: that i could nail that <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, um, I mean, we've had some that are, like, farther away in terms of, like, getting the point, but it, I don't, I, this might be the shortest IMDb synopsis we've ever had. I also I feel,
1: like, I don't know if we would need to change anything to make that gay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, from a housewife to a stand up comic is automatically change your sexuality. I, but yeah. Um, but
2: I believe we can make it gayer. So, Ellie, Let's I'm going to put it. you on the spot since I know you haven't really seen the show. Do you have a, a gay synopsis? Yes. And I will say,
3: too, I've like stolen this a little bit, but I just feel like it's too perfect. My gay okay. synopsis is as follows Make Susie gay, you cowards. <laughs> That's it. And I did take that from an auto straddle article written by.
2: Can- which but like I read it and it's resonated in my soul. Yes. Can we replace the IMDB synopsis with that? Right. I think is fair. The IMDb
3: synopsis is make Suzy gay you cowards.
2: <laughs> uh Cassie, what about you? Do you have a gay synopsis of Mrs. Mazel?
1: Yeah, I mean I was gonna kinda stick to like the same theme and go a housewife in nineteen fifty-eight decides to come out as a stand-up comedian, among other things.
2: Yes, um, and finds yes. Cassie on them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Yeah, I stay, I mean, it's, I, you don't want to stray too far for Mrs. Maisel. So I would say my gay synopsis is when her husband cheats on her with his secretary, young 50s housewife, Midge Maisel, struggles to find herself and her place in the world until she stumbles into a bright new career in comedy and the unwavering support of her new, butch, blazer-wearing lesbian manager, Susie Meyerson. I'm going with
1: that one. I mean, I know I'm joking about Midge, but yes, it is Susie Meyerson. Like, you mm-hmm. know, she and I have so many people she could hook up with on the show
2: right oh we'll we'll get into our ships don't you worry uh but first paint us a little little picture tell us about what's your experience with the show that seems like you know this this was at, in your heart somewhere already waiting to be talked about so what's what's the story there well
1: first of all i used to do stand-up comedy so I was already drawn to this show and I actually had the biggest audition of my life where I auditioned for Susie Meyerson and Alex Borstein. Did you really bow down? Ugh. No one deserves that role, but her I watch it and I'm just like, she's so good. I mean, she is Susie, you know, like, yeah. Um, so I was already connected to the show and of course I wanted to watch it because the scene I auditioned for was like 14 pages and it was, it was like three days. I mean, it was so fast. So I was already connected to it in that way but um okay wait
2: 14 pages you auditioned for susie how what percentage 20 30 percent would you say of the dialogue was just the word fuck <laughs> you know actually
1: for the <laughs> audition it wasn't i found <laughs> in time hop one of my favorite apps um pictures of the script that i had taken and i was oh, like oh really? That's oh my awesome. god that's so crazy i completely forgot about it and um I'm, oh now i can't remember which scene it was but it was obviously in the pilot it was the very first one and, uh, it was just like a lot of back and forth, like when she first went into the gaslight and like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So which also I was connected to the show because my wife and I lived in New York for so long. You know, I was there for a decade living in the East Village and the gaslight is actually where they filmed that is like a theater on St. Mark's, like on First Avenue. So and they do have open mics there anyway. So I was really connected to the show from the beginning. Yeah. And of course I was like, when, I mean, it's, I know it's 1958, but when are they going to have Susie hook up with a woman? like what's right. happening?
2: I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm still waiting. And I just watched this the compilation today. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, this I feel like my my experience with the show is we should have known better, right? Because we're stuck in this pandemic, we're home a lot, we're watching a lot of shows, um, and my poor, poor wife, who gets, uh, you know, kind of sucked into watching all of the things that I have to watch for this podcast all the time, so I'm constantly sitting her down to be like, let's watch this gay show, let's watch this gay show. Did you know there's another gay show we have to watch right now? Um, so she, she gets sucked into those a lot. This was one that, you know, it's like, a lot of people, uh, some of like our straight friends and or family had mentioned that they were like, oh, have you seen this? It's cute. It's on Amazon. And we were like, I haven't had time. There's too much gay shit. <laughs> uh, so, so we finally like finished the last show we were watching and she was like, you know, we haven't Mrs. Maisel yet. So we put it on. We started it. I think we made it through like maybe an episode before she was like, you should really be taking notes on this for a should have been gay, I think. <laughs> And then, and then I made it through two seasons, um, not taking any notes because I'm an idiot, and finally told Ellie like we should add it to the list for our should have been gays because it's it just keeps getting gayer Dear. every time I I look, um, and now Kelsey keeps telling me like I told you you should have been taking notes. I can't believe you didn't write anything down.
3: <laughs> it's okay,
2: I have some notes. I I do, I went back and tried to recreate them. They're just not as detailed as they you know could have otherwise been. Because I swear, every episode, every episode, there's something where we're both just like side eyeing each other. Like, did did that just they said that? That's what that's what they're going. There's with? some oh, good okay. line. There's there's really in good terms
3: lines. of my experience. Lee told me to watch it. And then we decided to do this, and I pretty much had a week to prepare, so I was not going to watch all of Mrs. Maisel. i sorry. I sent you some important but study notes. I got all the Spark Notes. Lee was like, "Here are the best episodes to watch that are the gayest." So I watched what was that? Whatever the episode was with Carol.
1: Oh yes, we will. Shy Baldwin's we will, bass player. Oh, yeah. We
3: will discuss.
1: <laughs> yes, we will.
3: And I also watched a fifteen-minute compilation video of Midge and Susie's friendship. <laughs> I love YouTube for our research
1: purposes. You guys have to, you have to send me the these best. videos and stuff. I want to watch Oh that. my god!
2: <laughs> it's literally just like fifteen minutes of them like giving each other the most like pointed stares or longing looks. It's insane. It's the fifteen-minute video bananas. was like okay. I'm like
3: yeah, I can see some gay stuff. There was another one. Anytime something set to music, yeah, fan like vids. those fan vids. I was watching the exact same clips, but just there was music and I was like, they're in love. It's so
2: cute. <laughs> and you're like, wow, it's it got suddenly gayer. I don't know
3: like, how. There's a moment when um, when Midge kisses Susie on the forehead in the hotel room. And like when I watched it before, I was like, oh, that's cute. And then with the music, you're like, oh, it's such a beautiful <laughs> forehead kiss. I mean, they share so, a lot of hotel rooms. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> Really? Ooh. Yeah. So, just in watching those, I I know there's a lot to talk
2: about, so I'm ready for that. And and we're gonna educate you on anything you missed, Ellie. Don't I'm so worry. excited to hear all of your input. So let's let's start at the top. Uh, if we go character by character, who should have been gay? Do, who would you say Cassie and <laughs> Mrs. Maisel should have maybe been gay?
1: I'm a, I'm gonna go with Susie Meyerson on this one. I mean, mm. yeah, interesting choice. I mean, I actually have a few breakdown. I mean, do you want me to list the ones and why first, or are we just going to stick with the main one, Susie, right now?
3: Let's stick with Susie okay. first. Okay. And oh, yeah. then I'm sure when you talk about Susie, other characters will be involved with Susie. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back to what you
1: said. I think Susie and Carol is a hands down, that would have been a hot thing. She was definitely given that vibe. I, I mean, I love that actress. And like, right when she came on the screen, I was like... At first, I was like, "Is she? Are they going to hook up?" Like that was like with the food in the hotel, and like I'll tell you about how to hook up on the road. I was like, "Oh my God, where's Susie right now?" You know, so, so that's definitely Susie my main needs one.
3: To like claim her. So uh, you want Susie and more. Carol though, not Midge and Carol.
1: I mean, what I want and what is gayer is probably different. <laughs>
3: so you're like i yeah. want cassie and mitch yeah
1: but i mean
3: before I we're talking married. about the
2: show <laughs> but let's, yeah, yeah. let's stick with Susie for a second because okay. Susie, she has to be being written as a closeted 1950s gay right i mean there's 100. just it is a it's a running joke that she gets mistaken for a man which is funny because i think she what how tall is she like five she's so nothing yeah. <laughs> five <laughs> she's she's very short like nobody should be looking at that and being like oh excuse me sir <laughs> uh unless you think she's like a 12 year old boy but so she's very small and she's like you know got the kind of very the newsy cap the blazer, suspenders all the suspenders plays. the High dress pants. pants yeah it's she tends to have, like, maybe a ring with some keys at her waist. Just nothing coded at all, right? No. <laughs>
1: like... It's it's totally the song of Ring of Keys.
2: Yes. Like, Susie yes. walks there's, on. There's no, like, like lesbian, uh, you know, call-outs here whatsoever.
1: The boots. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, God, yeah. She swears a lot. She's uncouth. She, you know, like there's, there's a lot of things where Susie sort of is being cast as the person who was like outside of the patriarchal heteronormative world that Midge inhabits. And she's there just running her club and, you know, finding her comics and all this stuff. She's pretty clearly queer coded in some ways she's so queer coded also
3: this is just me talking about how frustrating it is that they don't say that this character is gay because i watched the compilation and i was like oh that's a lesbian character i'm like we're gonna go into this should have been gay talking about how oh well mid should also be gay because Mm -hmm. i really looked at this and i was like oh they wrote a lesbian character, and then I started reading. <laughs> There's read, that obvious gay. That I, man, yeah, and then I, yeah, and then oh well, maybe sure. we'll talk about the subtext between the obvious lesbian character who is out. Like they say she's a lesbian, but no, I look it up, and she's not gay in the show.
2: And it literally makes no sense. But they also have very clear call outs that like, she has not been with dude, right? Like, and they kind of paint it as like, she's just never been like, with anyone in that way. I've seen some things posting where people are like, I see Susie written as like an ace character. And I'm like, I could see that too. But even if she's ace, I think she's definitely gay. (laughs) And then the guy into dudes.
1: Yeah, the one guy that has like a crush on her that's like, a stalker and weird. Have you gotten to that episode? Like, oh, yeah. where he's like, now one of the roommates. You're like, this is just, awkward. I mean, it's uncomfortable. And maybe that's what they want, but it's uncomfortable on a few levels. One, he's a weirdo, but two, he's like in love with her. And like, I was like, that's such a bizarre. Yeah. She's okay. no.
2: Yeah, they okay. they don't really give you much argument to be made for Susie being a very hetero woman.
3: <laughs> no. Also, in terms of like the cast, Alex Borstein has talked. I literally found this article that was published today where Alex <laughs> Borstein finally said, Susie is pansexual. Oh. Okay. But since Interesting. today, how many seasons has it been out for? Three. Three Three seasons, three full seasons, no mention of Susie's sexuality, all weird, like coded vague thing. And this is a new show. Like, I actually don't understand why they won't just make her gay. I guess it's like the 1950s, but yes, but they, if you follow in season three, and if you are listening and you haven't watched
1: season three, you should probably turn this off right now for a second and come back real quick. But Shy Baldwin comes out to Midge, you know, that actor who, or I can't remember his name, but his character is Shy Baldwin. You know, he's, he's a gay man and he's closeted and, uh, Midge is like his one friend for a while. So I'm like, couldn't they di- have done that with a lesbian character mm-hmm. too? I mean, I think lesbians are often unrepresented. So that was frustrating. But yeah, I, I at first that was my first thought. No, it's 1958, it's 1960s, 1960, 1964, not, like whatever the year is. But then they went that way with a character. So I'm, I mean, I haven't finished season three, but I don't see, you know, Them outing Susie.
2: Well, and two more, because I will say a lot of my Susie comments are wrapped up in my Susie and Midge comments, so I'm saving them, but... (laughs) Two things. One, directly related to that, is there's also a scene when Susie pretends to be the plumber at the Catskills, that she, and oh. she's in the lodge with all the girls, right? And they're all talking about, like, one of the other staff members, one of the dudes who's working there, and she's like, yeah, like, you're not his type. Like, she obviously has, like, gaydar. Susie is aware of it and has gaydar enough to, like, realize, like, that is a flaming man, and, like, he is not into you, ladies. She picks up on that. So, yeah, I do think it's interesting that they have um, chosen to keep her in the dark about the whole shy baldwin thing and speaking of being in the dark there's also an episode where she literally gets locked in a closet i mean so i'm just gonna drop that there and say nothing more about it and that's where
3: susie remains I don't know the context of this. Can you can you both tell me the context? But there was a line where Midge says to Susie that Susie is a damsel in the closet. Is
2: that because she got locked in the closet? Yes. I was like, yes. I
1: missed that line, but I'm assuming it was that.
2: <laughs> I think it's when she gets literally locked inside a closet. That represents nothing whatsoever. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't read too much into this, listeners. There's nothing to see here. Just a just a woman in a closet with her blazer. Okay. <laughs> Um, do we want to talk about Susie and Midge together? I think we should. I think most of the arguments for Midge are going to relate to Midge and Susie together. True. Although so, I would
1: like to drop a scandal oh, when we, oh, when we get it. this. Oh, Yes. Okay. All right. Oh, now, okay. So I think Now, it do be it now. <laughs> Su- <laughs> We're ready. Well, Susie and Imogene- <laughs> We don't like to build suspense right? here. <laughs> Susie and Imogene would be a total scandal because it's like Midge's best friend and then it's Archie who's like Joel's best friend- like that would just be
2: their husbands both suck. They could just get together, get some hula hoops, do a little exercise ladies, if you know what I mean. Yeah.
1: And I feel like she is that damsel that like Susie could come in and help, you know?
2: Imogene would be a spitfire lesbian boy, let me tell you what.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
2: <laughs> I know. <laughs> This is, this is Midge's best friend, Ellie, and she is feisty. Uh, That's all you have to tell feisty. me. She's
3: very feisty. I'm She...
2: In there's one scene so her husband is also kind of useless although not as bad as Joel and he's helping Joel get his club set up uh, so he's been out like you know helping late nights not home much they have three kids one of whom is a newborn and so she literally shows up at the club with pictures of their children saying you haven't really been home very much so I just want to make sure you don't forget them taping them to the wall and writing their names up <laughs> underneath their I photos. like her. so I I feel like she would be she would be something uh as a girlfriend i'll tell you what yeah i don't know if i would
1: personally want her but i don't know if i want susie
3: either but like still gay scandal you know
2: yeah she has a lot of passion yeah yes and she does get very territorial of Midge when uh, when Susie's staying at the house and Imogene shows up and she's like, what is happening? Who is this woman staying in your house? Who is this woman in your bathtub that I do not know about using your mother's fancy pink soap? Like, she is not happy about Midge having secrets or having a new woman friend in her life. Signs she's Arguments gay. could be made. Sign-
1: thank you, thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Only
3: lesbians get that territorial over their best, <laughs> best friends. Um, Only closeted t- lesbians.
2: Yeah, right. Exactly. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry to clarify. <laughs> if if we're gonna get into territorial, um, I think that's a great a great transition to to Midge and Susie because Susie and Midge and Midge and, Midge and Susie they <laughs> <laughs> there is some territory staking happening there. Um, Susie is obviously Midge's number one fan and support and like would follow her to the ends of the earth right but there's also how Susie interacts with the men (laughs) in Mitch's life let's let's talk about some of those
1: I mean she and Joel have such an interesting relationship like I don't know if I want to give away a spoiler but I guess that's what we're doing right it's the whole thing okay so Susie obviously has this gambling problem and for her to go to Joel I was so like You know, they've said maybe two words. They just don't like each other. And it does feel like that Midge is in the middle and she's being pulled by this man and by this woman, you know, and it's like, hello, bisexual. (laughs) So, (laughs) yep. (laughs) But yeah, she's not a fan of a lot of the men in it. You know, she's very I think she feels like she has something to constantly prove to these men, you know, and and they can't Mm -hmm. do it for Midge. Susie can do it for Midge.
3: Can do what? everything
2: (laughs) what what can't she do you're right you're right what what wouldn't she do ellie nothing um what what was what would you say is one of your favorite Susie interacting with midge's men moments because i I think for me i have to go with uh when benjamin is in the picture and he comes to one of midge's shows and Susie is standing there watching them afterwards and she's like she I, i don't remember what she says exactly but she basically like browbeats him into kissing her in front of Susie and she's like, "Yeah, lay one on her, like a big smacker or something." And then she like leans way in to like watch while he kisses Midge in front of her, and it is very uncomfortable and very weird.
1: I feel like I have an episode that I need to go back and rewatch.
2: <laughs> I can- They're in the- they're at the gaslight and she like makes him kiss her in front of her, and it's very weird.
1: Hmm. Like she's what getting this- Mitch's moves.
2: What's the straight explanation for that? I would love to hear it.
0: <laughs> right? It and I mean, I I get
2: a lot of things of like, you know, I get when she gives Joel shit and being like, you don't support your wife and she's better than you and blah, blah, blah. I get all of that. I get the whole like, you're here to watch her comedy and that wasn't a funny joke for you to laugh at and you don't get comedy well enough to be with her. Fine. Why do you need to watch him kiss her?
1: Yeah, I, you have me stumped. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's she no just, answer. That's why. Yeah. She's trying to live vicariously
3: through that kiss. Yeah, maybe.
1: Maybe that I'm gonna go with that. Yeah.
3: yeah I did um, in the she, compilations oh, that I watched, there was there was, I think it was with Joel, where she like Susie really like kicked him out of the bar. Oh yeah. And was like, You're not, you can't
2: stay here. You don't deserve her. And I'm like, yes, Susie. And you deserve And in her, her defense, she's right. He doesn't. I love it. But she does unload on Joel a lot. Um, I also she's very obsessed with like Do Susie is the number one source of telling Midge that like of course everyone wants to sleep with her right like every dude who talks to Midge basically she's like of course they want to fuck you like what are you talking about all they want is to get under your skirt all they want is this all they (laughs) that's all that's why they're talking to you why do you think they're talking to you why would anybody talk to you ever unless they wanted to sleep with you one of the early episodes when Midge starts doing like the party circuit and she's like going to her friends parties and there's that dude that she keeps doing the little joint bits with and he's like we could do like a Nichols and May setup. and when when Midge talks to Susie about it and she's like Nichols and May aren't fucking and she's like of course they were fucking like yeah she's like I walked in on them in the bathroom <laughs> she's obsessed with dudes wanting to sleep with Midge right like that's all she can ever imagine is like every dude out there wants to have sex with Midge why is that the only thing on your mind Susie
1: yeah Susie we want to know but
2: I, I, also, <laughs> I also think that it's like that that closeted
1: and I don't know if you ladies have been there but I've been there with like you have these best friends and you get so protective of them it's like wait i thought we were going home after the party you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like we're just going to get ice cream i was like yeah but we said we were gonna go home you know and it's like we're supposed
3: to sleep in the twin bed yes. together tonight i've been Yours looking forward to it for a, with a week
2: me. <laughs> oh we're not going to the party together i guess great fine yeah, yeah. so maybe that's I'll why i'll go by myself very relatable um also, I this I think for me the most as a storyline, like a whole episode and a half worth storyline of Midge and Susie as a couple. The whole story in the Catskills when when Abe catches Midge's set, right? And so you have this whole thing where Midge has had a secret from her family that she's, you know, kept quiet because she doesn't want them to think differently of her. And Abe shows up at her, at her comedy set and finds out. And then they have this whole scene where he's driving them back home right and so you have the disappointed shameful father in the front seat with midge and susie in the back seat like two teens who just got caught like necking at at, in the woods or something right susie in her blazer uh and they get driven home and he goes upstairs and they're like is he gonna come down and talk to us like i don't i don't know we should just sit here and so they sit there and then they fall asleep like on the porch couch together with susie's head in her lap and you're just like what is happening right now i swear i've seen this as a bad hallmark movie about coming out like i love it also The line
3: that Susie says after that, she wakes up and she goes, I just had the weirdest dream, like something about a beaver. And then she goes, is that sexual?
1: (laughs) I mean, maybe Amy Sherman Palladino is, I mean, she's writing it all in, you know, for all of us insiders of the lesbian world to get.
3: Right. Because there's
1: a lot of those little lines that you're like, that is pretty lesbo. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah. <laughs> exactly, I'm like
2: really Beaver does. is very
3: specifically like a female sexual thing. It's not like you well, can't really misconstrue that. And, and she, she's sleeping she also... in Midge's lap.
1: Yes, and, and Beaver's and a weird beavers. thing to dream about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> little strange, little gay. Oh, good lord! This show.
0: Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back.
3: And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg
0: Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: It's so good. Okay, my last couple Susie notes, I think um, I would like to talk about when Joel shows up when Midge is in Vegas and he's like, well, of course you're sleeping with other dudes. Like, whose boxers are these? In the bathroom. That would be Susie's boxers, of course, because she's a very straight 1950s heterosexual woman. There's also. Wait, so, sorry, just to clarify. Susie wears
3: boxers. Susie wears boxers. Susie's boxers are also in Midge's bathroom. The hotel room. Well,
2: they're sharing a hotel room, Ellie. Oh, okay. Because they always share rooms. I mean, obviously. Why? What wasn't clear about that? (laughs) Makes sense. Makes sense. What Carry could on. be more obvious, right? Yes, I love it. Um, there's also a whole scene where she's on the phone with Sophie Lennon and they're talking about Gavin Hawkes' butt, where I don't think you could make Susie look um, more disgusted by talking about a man's butt.
1: I mean, Sophie, um, that's another there's... jump we could go to for a bit anyway.
2: Sophie, for sure. But there's also
3: this one line really, like, really got me um, with Susie. And I might need you to explain what happened here, but... I think Midge showed her showed her boobs somewhere, and Susie's like, oh yeah, you, like, Midge is like, I don't remember that. And Susie's like, I remember every moment of it. It was <laughs> magnificent.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she does praise her boobs very strongly. So why is strongly. That, like, what's the context of that? The context is the first uh, episode of the show, actually, is Midge, um, her husband leaves her, basically, because he's cheating on her with his secretary, and she gets drunk and shows up at this comedy. Well, it's not even like comedy club. It's just a, a dive bar, basically, with a stage that does like open mic night. And she like walks up, grabs the mic, and starts dumping all over her husband cheating on her with his secretary, uh, in her robe and nightgown, very very drunk. And she is explaining how how could he have cheated on this, all of this. <laughs> Uh, and she's like, "I have two kids." And like, look at these puppies. They still stand up. And Susie still was like, "Yeah, they they do hints they where do. it tits up. Yes. <laughs> <Tits. up. laughs>
3: Ah. wait so Cassie let's talk about Sophie what do we think about I mean
1: Sophie? Sophie Lennon also I mean Jane Lynch is just incredible right like she's just yes a brilliant in everything but this role specifically I feel like she gets a lot of reward from it I just feel like there are moments where Sophie and um, Susie could really really cross that line and so when she was talking about Gavin's but I was like oh like you know, and the, anyway, they Gavin and, and Sophie hook up and Midge is hearing it, and, you know, and it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, but Sophie.
2: Sophie also talks a lot about having threesomes with, like, a man and another woman, right? Like, who does she, there's uh, someone in Ethel Merman, I know she definitely said at one point, like, she definitely had a threesome with someone in Ethel Merman, so she's not against And she it. gave, she I'm gave saying. Susie
1: a pretty fabulous coat, you know, I don't know if that says anything, but she I just really thought I does. should say it. <laughs>
3: I uh, I think some, I think it, it is. She's a I kept woman. Also, the one full episode I watched, Sophie also is like I know Susie's her manager, but like Sophie is a very clingy girlfriend,
2: mm-hmm.
3: right? Like Sophie calls and is like, like it's like Susie sitting there with Midge, who's like really the one she's in love with. <laughs> But then she has this girlfriend, right? Sophie. Side and piece. Come on, because, Susie. You can't have a side piece. Right? But like, well, but Midge isn't interested. So Susie's like, you know what? Sophie's gay. I'm gay. Like, she gives me what I need. And so, but Sophie's like obsessed with Susie. And so she's talking to her on the phone. And Susie also is like, yeah, like, I want to be a good girlfriend. Like, I'll be there. She's like, when are you getting here? And she leaves like immediately. She's like, all right, I got to go. And she leaves like she leaves this like Miami vacation with like basically the love of her life to be like, all right, I'm going to take care of my needy girlfriend because I love her, (laughs) even though she's so needy. Like that whole scenario could have been so gay. Oh, no, I was just gonna say it's like I
1: love her, but also I don't want to deal with the consequences of not being there because that's probably stronger than my love for her.
2: Yep. Well, and Sophie's not the only one who's jealous, right? Like, Midge goes through a huge jealousy thing when Susie agrees to work for Sophie Lennon as well, and not only does she get jealous, but I love the way that she describes her jealousy on stage which is in one of her comedy sets she has a whole section about how you know it's like when you have a dog and you think your dog is like loyal and loves you but then she has a whole thing about like it's like your dog sticking its head in someone else's coos Um, And really, like, dogs just don't care that much, right? And so I'm like, wait, so your description of your manager managing another comedian that you're jealous of is like some dog sticking its face in someone (laughs) else's crotch.
3: Very specific.
2: A normal reaction to have, and a normal way to describe human interactions, sure.
1: Maybe they just didn't have the right words in 1958 to be like, you know... (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna say dog
2: (laughs) yeah yeah um sure so not jealous for any weird reasons nothing at all whatsoever no um but she should be jealous because you know Susie obviously treats her the best in this show i mean compared to all of the dudes that they try to you know make you ship with Midge Susie is a rock and she is constantly like you know oh you're you're nervous because it's a big room like a big room is just more people to fall Mm. in love with you and like every, and you're great and you're wonderful and she's constantly telling her how wonderful she is um and Midge gives it right back she's giving her forehead kisses and she's holding her hand on the plane when she's nervous and she's telling her that you know she's gonna be Susie Meyerson and associates and I love them so much okay I'm fine I'm Swim, it's so cute. Oh, she teaches her how to swim in her cut off dress pants with suspenders on. I cannot.
1: I mean, getting her to take off the jacket finally was a big deal. <laughs> I mean, we all want a manager like that, we all want a friend like that. I mean, you know, most straight ladies do have a good, solid lesbian best friend. So,
2: where do we all sign up for Susie's? That's what we want to know.
1: <sighs> yes, put it on a shirt. All
2: right, so Cassie, what are your thoughts on Carol?
1: Well, first of all, I'm very bummed because I wrote an entire thing out on my notes in my phone about all these different characters and shipmate and I have it, I had it
2: and it is gone. No. It's okay. We'll recreate it. We're going to recreate it. So yeah,
1: uh Carol. Well, first of all, I thought there was a little energy between her and Midge when they first like started talking. I was like, this feels like they're, I looked at my wife and I was like, does this feel sexual? It feels like they're kind of like going to hook up on the road. Is this like my college phase type thing, you know, or it's like, is it gonna happen? (laughs) And then, um, then obviously the, the real hookup would be Susie and Carol, but I, I, you know, definitely something with Carol, but she leaves the show too soon. It's such a bummer.
2: She does. I know. But I do have to say, I mean, first, we have to shout out that um, Carol is played by Liza Weil, and this is not the first time that she has shown up in a should have been gay episode with us. Uh, We did one on uh, You may remember her from Rory and Paris Paris, uh, in Gilmore Girls. So there you go. Amy Sherman Palladino giving us all that gay content we crave. So Carol is the bassist in Shai Baldwin's band, which already gay, gay. Kind
1: of the leader of the band. Like, what she says goes, which, I mean, is, you know, pretty rock solid. Power.
2: Um, The leader of the band who gives Midge, yes, a whole, like, short course on how to hook up casually while on tour for no reason whatsoever. In that outfit. In that outfit, in her bed, right? Because she sees her and is like, oh, you want to come eat in bed with me? Um, and then toasts to that interaction by saying, Here's to someone with tits to talk to. So, so gay. There's that. <laughs> gay. Uh, and also when Midge's parents show up in Florida and don't have anywhere to stay, and she's like, It's okay, you can take my room, I'll bunk with one of the girls from the band. And now, here's the thing I understand that Shai has backup singers, but there is only one girl. In the band. In the band. That girl is Carol. So I'm just saying that as soon as Midge's parents show up and she's like, oh, I need some place to stay. (laughs) It's fine. I'll just, I'll crash with Carol tonight. NBD I mean, we've all dropped
1: that line to our parents.
2: No, 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 it's fine. I'm
1: just going to go stay at, I'm going to stay at her house. It's fine. No.
3: (laughs) I'll stay with a friend tonight. (laughs) No worries. No worries. Yeah. We're just (laughs) going to have a little sleepover. What do we think happened
2: that night in Midge and Carol? Well, Midge sleeps on a fold-out, uh, like, slat chair by the pool, actually, disappointing all of us. And they really so, set that up we and may then never just, know. like, struck out. I'm choosing to believe that Carol had another girl in bed already. That's my, this is what I've, like, head cannoned into place.
1: Susie. Susie was in bed with Carol, so it didn't work out. <gasps>
2: yes. Perfect. Oh, Perfect.
1: Because Susie was drunk from entertaining Midge's parents for so long, you know?
2: Brilliant. But... She did get pretty drunk with Rose.
1: <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments. <laughs>
2: I feel like I, w- I wish we had time to get into Rose more, but I think we'll li- we'll leave that for another time. You know, but uh, yeah, I think Carol, low key lesbian, and how how much sense would that make for Shy, who is a closeted gay man, to be like, "I see you, girl. You can you can come play bass for me, cause yeah, uh, more family." You know, I love, I love it. it. Before we like wrap up and get into ship name
3: I want to talk a little bit just like and actually Cassie you'll probably have a good insight into this like the part of New York that the Gaslight is in is gay that's it just like <laughs> I'm but a, like yes it's in the just village a right it's in the village what is yeah, your it's... insight
2: on this <laughs> factual statement
3: <laughs> so <laughs> no because okay so I read I read this whole article people need to read this article that um Reese from Autostraddle wrote because it had a lot of really cool information but She said that historically, all of the bars in the area were, like, known to be gay, even in the 50s. So, like, it would not have been historically inaccurate for them to have just, like, made all these places gay. And it is actually, like, ridiculous that we have not seen any lesbians at any of the bars that we see. Like, the gaslight would probably have, like, a lot of lesbians actually there. I mean, Maybe I don't Stonewall.
1: know, but I, I think that they should. You're right, because I mean, look at Stonewall is in the West Village. This the gaslight was in the East Village. And like during that time, you know, you had a lot of powerful uh gay people that were working the underground bars. I mean, that's the only place they could go. So
3: Exactly. Yeah. So it would be cool. very easy for them to actually go there and have it not be a
2: stretch. That's all. Okay, season that's four, all. we season have a four. lot of notes. Yes. <laughs> Get in touch. <laughs> Okay, let's recreate those ship names, though, because um, we have a lot of we we have more ships than we necessarily always have for these episodes. So I'm going to say here are the ships that we've talked about. Obviously, we have Midge and Susie. Uh, We have Midge and Carol and Carol and Susie. Um, We also have Dark Horse, Midge and Imogene. Uh, And then I'm going to toss Susie and Sophie in there. Okay, Mother. so let's start. Let's start doing some ship names. What do we got?
1: Well, I think Midge and uh, S- Susie are. Oh, uh, never mind. I was going off last names. Meyerson, Sorry no you, you still guys love could. names uh, still no i i well i had written down uh when you were talking i was writing all the names down because so i was like oh yeah i had one for that and i had one for that but i have midgen
2: which is maybe midgen Imogene. i was like where did I that come from I love yes midgen Mi- if we were gonna do last names for Susie and midge i would say mazerson and also just say moozy <laughs> moozy. It just rolls off the tongue. Classic. A classic right there. A classic Ellie ship name, everyone. (laughs) Yes. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, Okay, so wait. So, Mid-Jean. We never learned Carol's last name, I don't think, do we? So what do we have? I think it's Keen.
1: I think it's Keen. Oh,
2: Carol Keen. K-E-N. Carol Keen also is such a gay name. It is.
1: The gayest.
2: Like, it's so coded. Kiesel kind of sounds like Kegel. I like it. (laughs) kiesel um and then i think we could stay if we're gonna do like mazerson we could have the competing <gasps> linerson about... sorry it's like what about carousel, carousel. <laughs> carol and mazel <laughs> i had to i had to like work it out in my head <laughs> carousel i like it <laughs> Ah, i see it now <laughs> i like it i do like carousel that's very nice mm-hmm. that's good also, if you wanted to do like a a triad with like Midge and Imogene and Carol, you could go with kerosene. Ooh. I
1: mean, you ladies are so good at this game.
2: <laughs> this is our 50, 51 50 episodes, episodes into this. <laughs> so it should have been K, so. If just... that
3: note ever comes back, I'm
1: going to just email it to you guys so you can see yes. Okay.
2: Great, great.
3: <laughs> we'll put it on Twitter. We'll be like, the most amazing <laughs> ship names that ever were. Um. Honestly, none of
1: them were as great as what you two just came up with, so... So, I mean well, that's Muzi big...
2: is where it's really at, Muzi. right? Muzi. Muzi. Muzi forever.
1: <laughs> for sure. For it sure, makes me sure.
2: think of like the muzzy Muzz- wait, is that what they were? Muzzy cartoons. Oh yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> I
3: did that. That's how I don't I don't know for, well, I learned French in 4th grade with Muzzy, but I don't know enough. He actually speaks French, so I don't, you know, I don't even try. But yes. I, say,
2: I'll, I that's enough for me, Ellie. That's all I need from you. Je suis Muzi. <laughs> I do
3: remember that. I do remember that.
2: All right. I think it's time.
3: for it time? It's time. Let's do it. Our Q and am so ready. Q. Q.
2: Q. Q. And. and, 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 and gay. Okay. All
3: right. So, Cassie, we're going to ask you some multiple choice or yes or no questions, and you just have to answer them. They're going to be mostly. There's, there's no wrong yes. answers. And we put them up on our Twitter so our listeners can also answer. Question number one. Okay. What would you rather be? A. A comedian. B. A manager. C. Doctor. Or D. Club owner.
1: Oh, a comedian, hands down.
2: <laughs> nice, obvious, easy so, choice. Yeah, okay. my like mom wanted me to be a doctor. Me right into but, that. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, question two: Which of Midge's men is the worst out of Joel, Benjamin, or Lenny?
1: <sighs> I mean, my friends would kill me for saying this, but Joel—he's terrible.
2: He's Lenny, I love, and Benjamin—I
1: find him very sexy, even as a lesbian lady. But like, you know. Joel's got my vote to ghetto. You know.
3: Wait, so why would people hate you for that? I don't even know.
1: Do I would say like a lot him? of my straight friends like Joel. And look, Joel is growing on me, but you have to make a choice. It's A, B, or C, and I choose
3: A, Joel. All right. Valid. valid. All right, question number three. Which one of these thoughts do you have most often when watching this show? A, Susie is so gay, or B, where are Midge's children? <laughs> Oh, God, they're so tied.
1: It's tied. It's a C, both A and B. C, all of
2: the above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Equal, yeah. equal questions. Um, I mean, they're the two questions, uh, or the two things I say to myself most often when watching the show. Uh, yeah, watching that show as a parent is like a trip, because you're just like, where is your baby? Who is watching your baby right now?
1: It's definitely shifted since I became a mom like it was susie is so gay well i don't understand susie is so gay and now it's like where are her kids like what <laughs> How yeah. are you doing
2: another set you've been gone all day and you don't have a job or a place to live who is watching your babies <laughs> uh, we'll never know uh question four did you have a yearly summer camp vacation yes or no
1: yes but i hope that my daughter has a better was one. <laughs> it in
2: the cat skills?
1: Oh, I wish. Uh, no, uh, I grew up in a town of 500 people in Kansas, and it was a, a Christian camp that was one mile down the road from my house.
2: <laughs> wow, yeah, okay. do an episode on that. Yeah, I'm like there are all kinds of stories there. I feel
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, question number five: Tits up or
2: put that on your plate? Oh, tits up! <laughs> tits up! Always tits, tits up. up. I do have to say, I'll shout Kelsey out because um, she loves telling me when I'm wrong. So I was debating for the intro instead of tits up, introing it as like, lesbians, put that on your plate. And she was like, you have to do tits up. And I was like, okay. Yeah, but (laughs) put that on your plate
1: is a solid, solid thing to say. Is it though? Because I I hate
2: it every time she does it. It's the thing. It's why I love, uh, (laughs) it's why I love Jane Lynch in this so much because I hate Sophie Lennon And everything she says so passionately that I'm like, how do you, how do you be this character that is so awful in every way? And I hate put that on your plate.
1: Well, she's so used to giving everything given to her on a plate so that, you know, but tits up. Tits
3: up. Thank you so much for joining us, Cassie. This has been a blast talking about our favorite little lesbian, Susie. (laughs) <laughs> um before we sign off where can people find you online and a quick reminder also where they can find chasing sunshine
1: chasing sunshine is uh, chasing sunshine com. so that's a great place you can also find it on amazon for me it's just my first and last name cassie thornton so that's my website that's my instagram i don't really do facebook anymore i mean i'm on it but if
2: you need pictures of your baby that's where you can oh find my
1: them. god 100 percent. i made my profile uh private just for that reason <laughs>
2: I, you know, I didn't think I would ever share
1: pictures of my child online. And then, and then
2: pandemic and there's nothing else in your camera roll. I, I mean,
1: she's my creative outlet. I like making little memes of her <laughs> and like <laughs> stuff
2: like that. So I need to see yeah. the baby memes. I, I did the same thing where we were like, my Instagram isn't only going to be pictures of my kids. And I'm like, well, I haven't left my house in five months. So this is all. It's I like have, a so.
3: rotating
1: thing. It's like lamb chop, my dog, hot smudge Sunday, my cat, my wife, my baby. It's just like <laughs> that is the rotation. <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me on here this was so fun
3: thank you this was great let me hear you say we love hearing from you and building community so we want to shout out some of our favorite things each episode we would like to shout out Wanderlust Writer who sent us an email and even just the subject line got me Uh, the subject said the folklore fandom has risen just as you predicted (laughs) (laughs) so accurate it has just as we predicted, so thank you for letting us know that, and
2: thank you for uh, for rising for us. We appreciate it. <laughs> we also want to shout out Marin, who wrote us this amazing email. We have this section. We don't really always get enough time to, to really dig into like some of the emails that, that you all write us um, and how much they mean to us and how much we love reading them. So, Marin we just wanted to say we loved reading your email. Um, you certainly suggested some topics that we really, really would love to get into. We are working on it. We Some of them have been on our list for a while. We're just trying to find the right um, guests to to bring on to tackle some of them. But thank you so much for writing us. And it just it made us both so happy, your whole email. Amazing. It really did. As always, we want
3: to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Jess Klaus, Tanya Ferguson, Danny
2: Griswold, Jacqueline Rose Nishino, Sarah and Julia, Carrie Ann Lawrence, Danny Gunlock-Tamora, Brittany Ray, Alana Rosen, and Tara Gleason. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah Hendley, Liz Chen, and Wendy K. Bartlett. Thank you all for your support. It
3: means the world to us. We always appreciate you. We also want to remind all of you that our crowdfunding campaign is kicking off later today for our podcast musical. You can find that at bit.ly slash musical. Also stick around after sign off for a sneak peek of one of our songs from the musical. Maybe today.
2: Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at Pod at gmail.com. Maybe you'll get featured in an episode. Or you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. We also have videos going up on our YouTube channel. You can catch any of those at youtube.com slash Pod. Subscribe so that you know when they go up. If you want to support the podcast, the easiest way to do that is rate and review us on itunes you can also join our patreon and get access to all sorts of cool perks like our discord chat we're gonna have our first essentials viewing party coming up soon oh, heck yeah. uh, so much good stuff and we just love our patrons so much you can find that at bit.ly slash les patreon if you want to get
3: our merch you can get that at bit.ly slash les shop we have a new design up our lesbian shirt if you want to rep your lesbian pride it's gorgeous lee made it so thank lee for it and also put it on your body you know <laughs> at bit.lee slash
2: shop there is no better way to thank someone than to than put putting their, their design on, on your, your body, body. <laughs> yeah there you go if you want to follow us individually you can find me i am on twitter instagram and tiktok at lsh foster
3: and i am on twitter instagram and tiktok at ellie britchett <laughs> with that i'm ellie and i'm lee and, and let's, let's hang,
2: hang out, out again, again soon let's
1: hang out, out.